Welcome to the Limitless Health Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Tracy Hill. And I'm Jessica Midkiff, doctors of physical therapy and certified master neuro coaches. We have the unique system that puts an end to the start-stop cycle of your health by blending body and brain science to create sustainable, simple success in your body. Our goal is to help you put an end to the frustration and overwhelm in your health with a brain-based system that will transform your body and overall health one thought at a time. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Limitless. Hey, hey everyone. Welcome back to the Limitless Health podcast where we help you take the limits off of your health with simple strategies, information, simple action steps. And today we're back chatting with our favorite doctor of naturopathic medicine, Christina Erndl. And today we are going to talk a little bit about myths and truths of social media health trends. And holy cow, I just to just pause for a second. <laughs> if you're on socials at all, which most of us are in some way, shape or form, although I would say a, a good group of our clients a lot of the time say, no, I'm not, I'm not on right now, or I'm spent, you know, taking time off. And that is healthy to do that as well. But we see the influences on social media a lot of, around health get healthier things, be a healthier person. Here's this one way how to do it. Uh, So we want to chat this. We want to chat a little bit more about the myths and the truths and just give you a little different perspective. And also talking about like, okay, these could be some positives, um, but maybe not for you. Yeah. Because any, like, so there's a lot of good stuff out there. Um, but we can also talk about how is it the right thing for you right now in the season? Is it sustainable? And so, yeah, let's dig in. Yeah. Where do we yeah. want to start, guys? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a bunch of patients that come in and ask me about like things that they see on TikTok and, you know, social media and Instagram. And a lot of it is from health coaches, a lot of it's from naturopaths, a lot of it's from influencers. So it just kind of depends on where the information comes. But and like you said, a lot of it is good, but not necessarily for that person, which is mm-hmm. why individualized care is important. But one that I've been seeing a lot that people have asked me about is parasite cleanses. Um, I guess a lot <laughs> of influencers and People in the TikTok world seem to believe that like every single person in the world or the US has parasites. Um, They are pretty common, like it's not like totally out there, but there's like a whole trend going on where everyone needs to do a parasite cleanse like twice a year. So, and a lot of it consists of all these like expensive supplements and drops that you do and like food cleanses. And that's definitely not for everyone yeah Um, so okay help me understand okay you said like supplements and food cleanses and stuff like what do these things do to your body like okay the goal is to get rid of the parasites if there is a parasite yeah what is it doing inside to our body like to our gut biome and things like that So a lot of the supplements and combinations are just antimicrobial, antiparasitic herbs, and then some like detox nutrients. A lot of people put like 
the fulvic acid or humic acid like things that which is like the black drink I don't know if you guys have ever seen that it's um it's like a black mineral that comes from the ground and it has like a lot of um, amino acids and minerals in it and people use that to detox but so the supplements kind of have a combination of those things it's not necessarily that that's bad for you like if someone took it it's not going to like totally mess up your like system if you're really sensitive and you have like mold illness or another type of like chronic infection it could make you worse because sometimes when it kills all that stuff in your body you get like a die-off reaction sometimes people feel like they have the flu get headaches things like that um yeah so it's not necessarily the supplement is bad if you didn't have parasites it's just not necessary um and then a lot of people pass things that they say that look like worms and there's pictures that you can find like all over instagram and tiktok that people take which is gross <laughs> and they're yeah. like oh look i passed these worms and it's actually usually like the mucosal lining of our intestines um and it's you take all those supplements it kind of binds up anything that's in your intestine and then you excrete it and people think that that's worms now there are people that probably have parasites and it works but you have to test for parasites you can't just say you have them because you're a human being like and I've tested people before and I honestly have had one patient that had true parasites like actual and did they travel abroad like I just don't even understand how do you how does one get parasites Yeah. So there's a few different ways. Animals is like a huge source. So like, you know, our dog goes outside, digs in the dirt, sniffs around, whatever, and then it licks you or you're touching it and touching your mouth or your face without washing your hands. So sometimes that is a way um, if you walk outside barefoot in the dirt. I mean, it's our our bodies are designed to protect us against harmful things. So it's not not everyone is susceptible. But yeah, there is like And then like water, drinking unclean water. If you're like drinking from a spring, a lot of people can get like Giardia, which is a microscopic parasite. You're not going to pass that and see that. And people do have that. Um, But yeah, most of the people that I've seen that have them have traveled abroad or drank some sort of um, not clean water. I've never. Now, do those people have like, what kind of symptoms do those people present with? Yeah, so usually with Giardia, you'll have like really severe bloating, diarrhea, fatigue, you feel like very ill. And most people can't go like significant periods of time without knowing there's a problem. Like typically, it's an immediate thing. Um, When I was in Thailand, there was 30 of us and we were staying in the village there. And one out of the 30 of us got a parasite, which was really lucky. But we were drinking spring water that was filtered by rocks because that's that was what we had access to. And she had symptoms like about a week later and was really ill. She felt like she had the flu. And she's like, I know that there's something going on. And so we just put two and two together. But yeah. And like the parasite cleanse trend, most people are like, oh, I have all these symptoms, but it's like general symptoms that you could really have from a lot of things like, oh, I have a rash or, oh, I have fatigue or, oh, I have bloating, I have gas. And it's like, that can be from so many things. Right. Totally. I know. I'm thinking like, okay, we know this about, well, you listen to 
uh, advertisement about it's this new drug, and then they go like all the side effects. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Well, those side effects are the same as the other drug that was for something completely different, right? So, when we're experiencing symptoms, it could be from a number of different things because we kind of all, as humans, experience kind of similar symptoms, like. Fatigue, headache, stomach ache, bloating, diarrhea, <laughs> vomiting. So, I mean, let's say someone suspects that they have a parasite for whatever reason. I'm still like, don't even, I, I don't even have a file yet for this whole, how does this become a thing? It's a trend. It's a parasite dealio. But let's say they pursue <laughs> the treatment for it. Like the treatment is, could be beneficial for anyone. Yeah. Or no. I mean, are there um, harm in, in doing the treatment? So sometimes there's like specific herbs that target specific parasites. So if you did have something, you want to find um, the specific treatment that's going to target that exact one, not all. And this is, you know, natural. Obviously, some people take, you know, anti-parasitic drugs, whether that's like some sort of ivermectin class of drugs. Um, which is an anti-parasitic. Um, and some people will do that just to knock it out, especially if it's Giardia. Most people are going to take the drug for that, which there's not like a ton of side effects. It's pretty effective and it's pretty safe. Um, obviously, okay. living with a parasite is going to be more detrimental than taking a this uh, anti-parasitic for five days. But the herbs honestly are pretty effective um at doing killing parasites and antimicrobials in general you just have to get the specific ones and that's why it's important to test because when you test you know the exact parasite that you have yeah. and can target it exactly yeah all right so someone so, who has I mean, a parasite, getting... parasite like they're legit gonna feel like garbage oh yeah some people can have parasites that don't affect them for a while um there are some that like hide in your cells and in parts of your body, but that's one of those things kind of like mold where it's like you have to rule everything out before you kind of start going into the realm of all these interesting, obscure diagnoses. But for the most part, if you have a parasite, you're going to feel like crap. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Can you so get you would rid know. of a parasite so, on your own? Like without doing all these herbal things, like will it ever go away if you don't do anything? I feel like no. Like I, I mean, if your body is super strong and you're doing like other things, it's possible that something that else that you're doing could kill it. But the likelihood of that is is pretty slim. Usually, you have to target it specifically. Okay. <laughs> Well, if you're, yeah, I mean, it's interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah and I have Sometimes I wonder, in. okay, you guys, I grew up, I grew up near Mexico and I grew up with like garbage Mexico water. I can drink water in Mexico. I can drink water oh, in wow. different countries and I'm very resilient to it. And sometimes I wonder, like, did I get stuff as a kid, like some bugs and my body can handle it? I don't know. I've just, that's yeah. not something I've always wondered about. Yeah. I mean, our microbiomes right. are formed by the environment that we live in. So that's why people, you know, like in India, or like you said, in Mexico, like the people who live there can eat the food and drink the water. And they don't get sick. Right. So it could be um, that you have some sort of protection or 
um, your microbiome might be a little bit different than someone who, you know, grew up and lived in, I don't know, Nevada or Georgia or New York. So um, it could be that, which is, it's pretty cool that people are resilient to the environment that they live in. Speaking of, before we move to test. No, go ahead, Jess. I was just going to say the whole microbiome piece, because again, this is a trending thing everywhere. Microbiome, microbiome, microbiome. Okay. So you don't have to subscribe to any one treatment plan, health plan, but Dr. Erndl, tell us like, what are your top two or three things that naturally support your microbiome? Like to be its best. Yeah. So obviously probiotic, like I think most people should be on a probiotic or cycle through them. Um, and prebiotic foods. So these are like fermented foods like sauerkraut, sourdough, um, things like that. Um, Apple cider vinegar even can help. Um, Kombucha, things that are fermented, it's going to feed the gut bacteria that help create probiotic. Um, And then L-glutamine is another thing that I use. Usually in powder, you just put it in your water. It doesn't taste like anything. Um, This really helps with the gut lining and healing kind of the gut lining, getting that inflammation down, which a lot of people have. Um, And staying away from excess sugar, because sugar feeds all of the bad Mm. bugs in our gut. And once you get the imbalance, then it's kind of, you're working hard to get the balance back. Um, Because we have tons of bugs in there that sound scary, but they're commensal so they're helping us and then as soon as they get out of, out of out of balance they can become harmful yeah yeah and we could okay. do a whole podcast about the microbiome people oh yeah it's and, very important perhaps we will <laughs> yes <laughs> what yeah. other trend what Add other trend have you seen circulating um uh, on the socials in regards to health trends so we talked good, about a good one yeah that I like is the cold plunges, which is like a cool little biohacking thing. So a lot of people have been posting about that and opening centers that do cold plunges and infrared sauna and um, kind of all these like nature cure things. But I personally do the cold plunges. I think it's amazing. Um, Cold uh, specifically it activates our brown fat. So this is gonna help us burn calories. It protects against cardio vascular disease. Um, it can help support our immune system, helps with insulin resistance, um, helps produce neurotransmitters to help us sleep. It helps depression. It helps energy. There's so many benefits to it. Now you have to do it in the right way. And obviously it's not for everyone. There are like a group of people, like if you have any kind of circulation issues or severe heart disease and stuff, you really shouldn't be getting in um, long exposures of cold, but I do it at like between 45 and 50 degrees for about three minutes. Um, and then you really want to get your whole body covered, like up to your neck so that it kind of covers your thyroid. Um, some people like to keep their hands and feet out. If you don't have really good circulation in your hands and feet, some people keep them in, but Um, Yeah, I really like that more people are doing it. And it is becoming a social media trend, because it is one of those things that's super beneficial. A lot of people think it it is just one of those things that's trending like, oh, it's just cool to get in a cold plunge, because you're just like showing off that you could 
getting cold, but there are like a ton of benefits. I mean, I noticed like a huge improvement in my immune system and sleep. Sleep was a huge one. Um, yeah. It's, and I know Jess, you've done cold plunges. And yeah. Well, really it's like it. interesting you say like it's become a social media trend because that is how Tracy got connected oh. with the cold plunge mm-hmm. and us finding out more information about it. And then we jumped on board to quote unquote, give it a try. Because, you know, there's so much science. The science behind it is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So each of us tried it for different reasons. And holy buckets, it buckets of cold water. It has (laughs) helped us. It has definitely helped us. I think it goes to show, though, like the right thing at the right time, though. Um, Because I had heard about this little trend probably a year before I took the plunge. And my first reaction was, there's no way, like not a chance that you will ever get me in that water. And like, cause I, I, I thought it was just a trendy thing and people being absolutely crazy. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. And then learning, like you said, all those science things that I'm like, there might be something to this. And I was feeling weird symptoms in my body and like, I don't know, call it long haul COVID things. I don't know. Um, but there was obviously some sort of inflammation that I noticed in my body that I was like, all right, let's give it a shot. And it had to be like, I had to be in that right place, right frame of mind that I was like, all right, I'm going to give this a shot. And this is why. And I think it's a low, it's a, it's a low entry. It's hard. You know, those two or three minutes that you do it, it really takes this mental piece um, of, okay, I'm going to do this, but it's also like, it's two minutes. That's two minutes out of my day. I'm in and then I'm out. And um, so to get that many benefits in just two or three minutes, I think is powerful. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is very hard too. I think like the breath work aspect is also another benefit Um, if you cannot breathe deeply into your belly and your diaphragm through your nose and out your mouth, then you will not last three minutes. The first time I got in it, I hyperventilated and I do breath work, but I didn't realize how cold it was going to feel. As soon as you sit your entire body in, I was like trying Mm -hmm. to catch my breath. And they were like, cause I had like a guide that kind of helped me the first time. And they were like, you need to slow your breath. Because once you start hyperventilating, you lose all of that heat to your vital organs. It's escaping. And then that's why you shiver and get cold. So I don't even get goosebumps anymore getting in because I have trained my body to contain the heat to my vital organs. And with the extreme like breath and you kind of go into like a meditative state almost once you kind of just let go. And because your body and your mind is telling you like, get out, get out, get out, you're gonna die. Um, Because that's what happens, you know, when people fall into cold water and stuff, you panic, and then um, your body is losing all that heat. But as soon as you can get past that, it's like the first 30 seconds are like the hardest. And then sometimes you just kind of go numb after that. And um, it's really a mind game, like you said, like, just telling yourself like you're safe, like nothing bad is going to happen to you and just breathing through and then you know, three minutes feels like a long time when you're in 40 degree water. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I, Tracy, you said you felt that it helps to, you know, like your, 
your pressure, your ear pressure, your lymph nodes, like in and around your neck and around, you know, whatever inflammatory response that you are more susceptible in having the cold plunge has really helped you with that. But also like your focus Mm -hmm. and productivity, you get boosted energetically. For me, I get, I get, I get the focus and the boost, but it has helped kind of, I say, re-regulate my fluctuating biochemical body, my hormone body. And uh, it puts me in, I mean, I'm still having those fluctuations, but they're, they're less highs and less lows. And so it less digestive tract yuck, less bloating and holding on to like the fluffy, puffy, inflammatory body presentation for me as something that I have personally very much benefited from. And to keep in mind, like the cold plunge, yes, there's science behind it, but accessibility, like we all have access to a cold plunge, a place where we cold plunge. People are doing ice plunge, ice baths in their bath- bathtubs, but then you got to go get a whole bunch of ice. And, you know, that's kind of like a blah, blah, blah. There's a thing um, you can buy that is a pod. It's an ice plunge pod. And that's something that you could buy, but you can also get benefits from the cold plunge, the ice plunge by submerging the palms of your hands and the soles of your feet and even putting cold on the sides of your face where those are areas of our bodies where the nerve or sorry, the, the, why can't I think of what I'm saying? The veins and the arteries transition. And so that's where that, that, temperature transfer is very maximized there. So for those of you guys that are listening to this and going, well, shoot, I want to do the cold plunge, but where's there one near me? And there isn't one near you. (laughs) You can start to get some benefits from the cold plunge by that. I don't know anything else that you want to offer on that, Dr. Erndl. Yeah. Sometimes ending your showers in cold, depending on where I know in Arizona in the summer, like the water doesn't really get that cold. Um, so having a, some sort of, and even doing like the ice pod thing, which I've had some patients come and ask me about, they're like a hundred bucks, but you still have to fill it with ice. There is like a cover on it and it should technically last if you keep it inside somewhere. But if you live in Arizona, like that's not going to last in the summer, you would have to fill it with ice every time you want to do it. So if you can, and you're showering cold, that does benefit And like you said, like splashing your face with cold water, our vagus nerve runs um, through the side of our neck. And that's like a huge, um, if that's activated, we can be stressed and uh, going into the parasympathetic, which is like our calm state is really helpful if you put cold there. Um, So the cold on on your face is is really nice, especially if you're like really stressed. And that's kind of what the cold plunge is training us to do. It's putting us in a stressful situation and allowing us to come to that parasympathetic, that rest state when you're stressed. So that on the outside of the cold plunge, when you're exposed to a stressful situation or something that would typically make your cortisol spike, you're kind of able to utilize what your body's physiology learned in the cold plunge to deal with that stress now on the outside. So even the lasting benefits, not even the immediate benefits of being in the cold are really cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, cold plunge isn't tell. for everyone, I, people. We recognize no. this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard to convince yeah. people too to do that. I mean, my dad was totally on board, but like the rest of my family are like, you're nuts because we go I, from Georgia and would go there 
in the winter and the pool gets like 40 degrees and I'm like switching from the hot tub to there and my mom's like you're gonna get hypothermia and I'm like no that's not how it works <laughs> so I think there's like a, <laughs> there, there's like a huge myth too that people think like you can't get in yes. cold water like that so um dispelling that myth is is also yeah. good but yeah it's definitely yeah. not for everyone totally. check check with your doctor no. before you do a cold plunge right yeah exactly and I would say if you can like do it guided the first time Mm -hmm. I it definitely helped I think I would have passed out if I didn't have someone there the first time to get me to breathe like you said like the intense breathing mine was it was bad and so having someone to calm you down and walk you through the process I think is also very valuable right absolutely well, oh, let's yeah. talk one more. Let's talk one more health trend that we see. I mean, clearly, as physical therapists, health coaches, Tracy and I see all sorts of exercise challenges that are out there. It's just this thing, and you're gonna lose the weight. You're gonna get your six pack. You're gonna whatever else. <laughs> but let uh, let's talk the seventy five hard because that's common, and I know, and I've know quite a few people that have done it. And you, Dr. Erndl, can speak personally uh, from that 75 hard space of why you did it in the first place and the benefits of it, but also recognizing it ain't for everyone. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't recommend it to most people. It is pretty strict and pretty restrictive. And, um, you know, you're taking pictures of your body every day and eating a certain way and having to work out twice a day and 45 minutes of that is outside. And um, it isn't really like a long lasting lifestyle change. For me, the reason why I did it is because obviously, after going through medical school, I was super stressed, I had so much inflammation. Um, I my hormones were imbalanced, I couldn't lose weight, I was pretty like active and um, ate pretty well, but nothing was really happening. And I was like, I have to do something that's going to jumpstart my metabolism like a little bit more. And I felt like for me, I needed something a little bit more strict so that I could commit to doing something for a specific amount of time, and then take some of the lessons that I got from it. And honestly, the mental benefits that I got were so much better than the physical I did lose weight and I got fit and I had endurance and things like that, which is a which was a great benefit. But doing like the reading, like reading 10 pages of a book every day, I read like four books in like three months. So that was really cool. um, Because I hadn't been reading books um, in school or since the last like year of practicing, I haven't really read a bunch of books because I was, you know, reading a bunch of other stuff. Um, So the benefit of that was really cool. Um, and then you drink a gallon of water a day. I didn't really like that. I think that not everyone needs a gallon of water a day. You can actually poison yourself with water. Um, some people don't put minerals or electrolytes in your water. And if you're just drinking like plain water, it can actually burst your cells. So that part I kind of tailored after a couple weeks to my body. Typically it's like half your weight in ounces of water. Um, And a lot of people, especially if you're small and you're drinking a gallon of water, that's like really a no-go for me. So that would definitely be something that I would adjust for people. And there are like, because I use the app and there's like forums on Reddit and there's a lot of people who are like super strict with it because they say like, if you fail one of the days, you have to like start all the way back over. I didn't like 
those aspects I don't like that. of it. No, I didn't <laughs> like that at all. Um, and I'm sure there were days where I didn't do everything perfectly that if someone with a lens was like watching, oh, you failed 75 hard, you need to start over. But like, I yeah, I didn't like that. So I just kind of did it to how it felt good for me. Um, and I had like, you know, patients and people ask me about it and stuff. And like, it, it did benefit me in a way and I was able to commit to movement every day. Obviously, I'm not doing 90 minutes of movement every day in, in normal life, um, in some capacity, but not like an active like exercise. But it really, um, it really helped me stay committed to yoga, which I didn't previously do. And so now I do try to do a little bit of that every day. And that's been really cool. Um, but yeah, it's not something that I would recommend for most people. It's it's a strict um, program and yeah. some of the people who are following it are uh, going overboard for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people are jumping in with it of I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get committed. And it's hard. I mean, it's called 75 hard. And I think for a lot of people, it can really end up discouraging them and, because like you said, there are some strict people that it's like, oh, you didn't do exact, like start back or you were, you were sick today, you start back at day one and you're at day 50 and like, what a defeat. And for that, especially that person who really like, they really do want to start moving their bodies consistently and to feel this like sense of failure. I just don't think it's healthy for everyone. I think it's great to challenge your body. And sometimes it's great to have a little boost. I tried it for about three days and I was like, nope, <laughs> I'm, I'm a 75 hard dropout. I was like, this makes me angry. Like everything about it made me angry and I didn't enjoy it. And I like to exercise. I like to move my body. And it just felt like a yucky chore to me and another checklist. And so when you're looking at the person who is like, I'm struggling, give just giving someone another checklist to do can really be defeating. And then for the person who struggles with it, and they maybe they can willpower and push themselves through 75 days. And they maybe they lost a lot of weight and they feel good. But they can't keep that up. You can't keep up that system forever. And so it could be this just back to the roller coaster of the ups and downs and oh well shoot I did it I did it for 75 days but now I can't and that I think is definitely a flaw in the sustainability and feeling successful in it for everyone I think as all of us you know working with clients we can speak on these three things that we've talked about. We see the benefits, the potential benefits, right? There's there's science behind all of it, right? And we could legitimately, all three of us, market these things of like, this is what you should do. There's science behind it and there's some good things that can come out of it. But then that's not who we are as practitioners. We're helping you bring health to you in a very unique and customized, personalized way, because that really helps create a lifestyle of being a healthy person. So recognizing the benefits of these trends, but also being able to help guide our a person towards the right thing at the right time 
in the right combination for them. 75 hard has some components that could be very valuable to someone, but not with that all balls out, all or none, you know, deprivation, restriction, high intensity, perfection. That is a recipe for our brains to go. And I'm done folks. I'm out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and that's a brain science thing. So figuring out how can we bring the best of these health trends that all have science back to them um, and making it for the right person at the right time, because everyone's, everyone's bodies are different. Everyone's lives are different. Stress levels, demands, roles in life, uh, ages, everything. So yeah, uh, it's, it's been fun talking about these trends, the whole parasite thing. I'm still trying to get my brain wrapped around it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, any any last thoughts about those guys before we go into what we're loving? No, I think it's just there's there's a lot of value. I think you have to be careful about what's out there. There's so much information out there nowadays, and making sure to look at your source of who you're following. You know, is it just is it someone who's trying to get you a quick fix and make a buck, or is it someone who's really looking at you, you know, you in mind and where you're at. And I think that's, that's super important to meet it to you because there's, there's a lot of good stuff out there. There's a lot of shady stuff out there. And so finding the best thing for you so that you can stick with it. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people should just keep in mind that like influencers and even like people in the health space also have um, brand deals with a lot of supplement companies and a lot of products that they are Mm -hmm. promoting. And sometimes these are things that the people like and do actually work and are good. And some of the things they aren't, it is just to make money. And that's why I think getting individualized care, I think um, learning about your body and investigating for yourself and getting all of this information is great because that kind of kickstarts your brain to start thinking, you know, outside of the box. But I think like working with a person who's actually going to take a picture of you inside and out and know kind of your health history, they can tailor these treatments way better to you. A lot of people think that stuff doesn't work because they just try stuff that they see on the internet. And I'm like, yeah, it didn't work because that wasn't the thing that was for you. Um, so yeah, just just being aware of what you're consuming on social media and who it's coming from is very important. Yeah, absolutely. And and guys, if you haven't heard it before, there's no one size fits all. There's no magic pill quick fix. Uh, and there's no just one thing that you can do for your health all across the board. And then you just mm-hmm. magically turn into a healthy person. <laughs> We would like for it to be that way, but that <laughs> the science behind that, the real truth is that yeah. that is that is what it is. So, okay, so we love yeah. to speak at the end of each of our podcasts about things that we love that support our health and whatever aspect, mind, body, spirit, soul, life. Uh, so, Dr. Erndo, what are you loving this week? I am loving being able to go outside and it not not being a hundred degrees. Yeah. In the morning, it's super nice. Um, When I got up, it was like 60 degrees and I was able to like go out in my backyard. Um, Being outside exposed to the sun 
you know, the first 30 minutes of waking up is really good for our production of serotonin and melatonin. So it ends up helping us sleep really good at night when we get sun exposure in the morning. So especially in the fall and winter when, you know, there's less sun, it's really important to get some. Um, yeah, so I've been I've been loving being able to be outside. It's been really nice. Yeah, yeah, totally I agree. agree with that. How about you, Trace? What are you loving? Um, okay, this is what I'm loving. I'm loving dates. The, I don't know. Is it a fruit? I don't know. What are dates? You guys, I don't even know what they are. But <laughs> they are delicious. Have you ever had one? Oh, yeah. I love <laughs> I bought them. I date. bought them on. Okay, well, let me tell you what I made because then I bought this huge thing of dates and like I was chopping them into salads and my eight-year-old was loving just eating them too. But then I made this, like I got a a little brownie pan type of thing and I pressed the dates in the bottom and then I got some like super dark chocolate and I melted the dark chocolate and I put it on top and then I sprinkled sea salt on it. And it was like, it was almost like a Snickers bar, you guys. It was so good. It was delightful. And the sweetness, like the dates were so sweet that then it counterbalanced the super darkness of the chocolate. It brought me so much joy. Oh, yum. Yes, your mind looks blown. It was so good, though. So it made me feel good, like eating a good, you know, sometimes you just want a little something sweet. um, And so it made me feel good about like, little after dinner sweet like and it was super satisfying yeah yeah I I bought dates because you bought dates and I put them (laughs) in my salad and it is just a a nice pop of sweetness um but I think I need to try your little desserty thing with the dark chocolate and the sea salt yeah yeah it's like a natural Snickers bar so good I've I've made Uh those two before oh yeah Snickers used to be my favorite guys as a kid mm-hmm. at Halloween, man. I was like, oh, yeah, I was like lucky ducky if I got, you know, Snickers bars. So <laughs> oh, totally. I am loving this week. My levels, uh, that's the brand name levels, whey protein. And so my body, I've done a lot of different things to help just decrease inflammation, regulate my hormone balance, get my gut health in check, all of these things. And dairy in and of itself can be an, uh, an inflammatory trigger for our bodies. And so I have pretty much taken dairy out of my diet, but I w- have been looking for, I've been using plant-based protein powder but Trace, you had talked about this levels and it's grass fed, no, hor- it's hormone free dairy, right? And so sometimes where the animal, like the conditions, how the animal is raised, they can produce a much better product. So I decided to give it a try and I have been using it now two months and I do not feel the negative benefits of when I have other kinds of dairy. Like usually when I have other kinds of dairy, my digestive tract says something and I feel bloaty. Right. And then if I were to keep doing it, then I would get all puffy around my waistline and start to swell in my hands and feet. So I know what yucky dairy does to my body, but this is good dairy. And it is an awesome source of protein uh, for 24 grams for a scoop. It's good quality source protein. So, you know, if you're looking for a quality protein source that is whey based, 
this could be a very good investment and it is an investment. Um, good comes at a cost, but I'm still loving it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And sometimes I wonder like, is it the, all the fillers and the additive things that really get to people or is it the actual dairy necessarily? And, you know, yeah. I think it's going to be different for everyone, but with that product, it's a pretty clean protein that maybe yeah. it's just the change of better quality for you, which is awesome. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Well, we had awesome time talking about myths and truths of some social media trends that you may see out there. Hopefully you heard some good information entertaining both ways. We want to just leave you with the fact that it's different for you. So get find the find somewhere that is a good source to your information and and honestly getting the best direction that's personalized to you. One size does not fit all. All things don't mean that you have to do it in order to be healthy. Uh, so sometimes you need someone to help you navigate those choices and and your game plan. And all three of us are here to help you do that. So check out the show notes uh, to connect with Dr. Erndl if you are interested in having more of a conversation with her or getting her leadership in your health plan. Check out the show notes there. And check out the show notes for Trace and I. We're always here to help you take the limits off your health, guys. And we are going to look forward to having Dr. Erndl back for more podcast sessions. Because the more we talk, we say, oh, we could talk about this. And we could talk about this. And we could talk about this. We just love having fun. And again, taking limits off your health. One conversation at a time here. So thanks, guys, for tuning in. And check back next week for another podcast episode. Awesome. See ya. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Limitless Health. Our hearts are to provide you with realistic, relevant, and simplistic solutions for sustainable success in honoring your body and health. Even when your schedule's packed and life feels crazy, our desire is to shift your belief towards the possibility of your limitless health, whatever that looks like in any season. But what really gets us excited is connecting in real life and learning how we can support your unique health journey. So head on over to our Facebook community, Hardwired for Health, where we will continue the conversation online. And of course, we would be so grateful if you tagged us on social media, wrote a review, or shared this with a friend. Here's to you discovering your limitless health.